as long as you want to come along and have fun, that's the main thing. We don't we don't want those toxic people. We want those people to stay away. If you're keen to come and have fun, have a good time, meet some new friends, um, yeah, just come along and have a game and shoot some paint. Just that's what we're about. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Down Under Paintball. This is episode 26, and this week I'm sitting down with Ben Armitage. I know myself, I didn't really know much about Ben before this show. Ben's a pretty big player in the scenario paintball scene down in the, in South Australia. He helps organize some really big scenario games down there. And as well as paintball, we covered in depth in this episode gel blasters as well. So a bit of the legalities and just the, the happenings of gel blaster and a recent big game that Ben ran for those that ran for 24 hours. So it's a pretty cool thing. I've heard of them happening in paintball before. So I really wanted to cover that story because it's something I haven't seen before. These big games that last for, you know, over a few hours. Ben also shared with us his travels over to D-Day in America. I know that's how I got in contact with him was through some of the Commonwealth forces that he's, he's played with over there. So that was really cool to see. Uh, you know how these massive big games are run so if you're really into scenario paintball you don't know much about it this episode is really going to open your eyes about that and last but not least i want to say a massive shout out to my two top dogs on patreon connor johnson and alex Orr. thank you once again for your support thank you all my patreons for your support don't forget you can support the show directly via patreon at patreon.com forward slash du paintball and with that, we're going to jump straight into this episode of Down Under Paintball. Okay, I need to find paintball again. If that's the kind of commitment you're going to give, then that's the kind of commitment I want. So I'm sticking. You're listening to Down Under Paintball. I mean, everybody on the team was a veteran. Everybody. This is Will McDonald, and you're listening to Down Under Paintball. It does make it a more interesting sport for the masses. They are doing it better than anyone else, to be honest. Yeah, show show other women that might be interested in playing that, hey, you know, you can go out there and you can be successful in this sport. It's best. I've got the best seat in the house with some of the best paintball in Australia. And you're listening to Down Under Paintball. I don't, I don't enter into the politics. I'm not interested. I'm just trying to, you know, grow the sport, get more people playing paintball. I'm sitting here this week with Ben Armitage. How's it going? Hey, man. How you doing? Good to, uh, good to be here. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for uh, inviting us in for a bit of a chat about the, uh, about the round ball sport. So, no, good to, yeah. good to talk about it, man. Um, how's things going? Yeah, great. I've, uh, yeah, paintball slowly picked up over in New South Wales again. So, we, uh, I was out playing a couple of weeks ago. How about you? Have, you? have you had a chance to be back out in the field? Not really. Um, I've gone over my gear in the shed. It's uh, you know gets gets a little bit dusty now and then, so um, I go over it. You know, make sure all the seals are all good. You know, put the make sure the tanks are all aired up and in, in test and all that. Getting ready for a, probably going out for a couple of games uh, in the next month or two. So um, uh, out in the bush. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Haven't played for a little while. It's been a pretty busy down my way uh, with work and uh, family issues and stuff like that. So, but yeah, yeah, just looking to get out back to the field and uh, playing some playing some more paintball so yeah should be good yeah awesome so for those that don't know where are you where are you calling in from uh so i'm uh, we're, i'm in adelaide i've been in adelaide for i suppose my whole life um i uh, uh live south of adelaide just in the lower adelaide hills so yeah my field's about an hour and 45 minutes from well, we got a few fields in adelaide to play at but uh that's our primary field's about an hour and 45 minutes away from us so so yeah, but, awesome. uh, so yeah. uh who's that what field uh, the field is called Paintball Skirmish SA. Uh, it's at uh, Swan Reach. Um, the owner there, Barry, he's an awesome guy. Pretty much, he's, he, he just kind of took us under his wing and said, hey, come and play at the field. Um, he does us a great deal on paint, and uh, pretty much as, as long as we're all licensed and we do the right thing, we can pretty much play all day. Uh, and uh, as long as we've got enough air to play, as long as we've got enough scuba tanks and all that stuff to you know to play, uh, we just yeah. get out there and yeah, have, a, have a bit of a shoot. So it's good fun. Yeah, awesome. So, so what uh, what kind of paintball do they cater to there? Is it is it all, all scenario and woods ball, or is there speedball down there as well? Uh, he's got some fields that are kind of catered to uh, short games. He's got uh, they're not uh, not like sup air fields or um, or blow ups. He's got more like a forty four gallon drum set up in like a sup air type field. Um, so, and he's also got like a tire field as well, which is set up as a, like a really quick. Um, 
you know, uh, run and shoot and, you know, uh, type games, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. uh, but the rest of it's real, just, yeah, woods ball, uh, bush ball, et cetera. Um, yeah, but cool. um, we've also, he's out, he, he let us also make a couple of like changes to his field too, to kind of um, make it a little bit more exciting. So we did a bit of a trench field, dug a few trenches and stuff like that. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Nice. Always uh, on the show, we always give yeah massive, massive props to any, you know, any field owner that lets, let us on and, and, and work on the field. So that's, that's amazing yeah. that, uh, you know, you guys have that, that, uh, free reign to sort of, you know, we trust, obviously trust you guys enough that you're, you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, no, we, um, we're there to pretty much if, if the field owners weren't there to help us out, we wouldn't be able to play anywhere. So it's, it's great that he's kind of let us kind of have a bit of free reign in the field. And, um, he always orders whatever paint we want as well. So I think he stocks Meteor and GI. Um, yeah. so, Pretty much, yeah. If he says, hey, do you want GI? We'll say, yeah, let's give us some three or four star. And we say Meteor is usually our staple staple paint, if you know what I mean. So it just, it, it's pretty much good all the time, Meteor. So, um, but yeah, it's good. Good to, good to get out there. It's a little bit far to drive, but it's it's worth it when you're having you know, a bit of fun with your mates. So. Yeah, cool. Now, so uh, what was the uh, owner's name again? I just. Uh, Barry. Barry Dissel. Barry, um, yeah, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, great bloke. Really good bloke. Um and um, he does that as a bit of spare money out of the paintball field there, and he gets a lot of people from the Riverland, like Manham, Murray Bridge, that type of uh, areas, gets people coming up who just go have, like, shacks and they have them boys' weekends, so they go up there for a paintball, go back to the shack and, yeah, um, get on the booze, <laughs> I suppose. So, yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh... Yeah, no. Any any field owner around the the country is uh you know a star in my book. So that's yeah. that's that's amazing. So um, well let's uh you know we'll, we'll cast our mind all the way back and we'll go right back to the start for you. So how did how did it all start for you and how did you get into paintball? So oh, I'm trying to think now. I'm pretty much. I think I did a work day. I think I had a couple of guys say, Hey, let's, what are you going to, we should do something for the end of year. Let's do something. And I said, Hey, let's try paintball. And I'd never done it before. Um, so I thought I'll give that a shot. Um, we'll go out and have a bit of a, go a bit of a shoot. And then I saw some guys at a paintball field that were, had heaps of Milsim gear on, um, some, you know, some better markers than a Tipman 98. So we get mostly as rentals at Tipman 98s, most, most places. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just checking them all out, and I ended up asking questions after our work day, and just said to the field owner, "Hey, what's going on here? What are these guys doing?" And, they, and he pretty much said, "Hey, these guys come out, um, you know, once a month and have a bit of a shoot, um, little group of them, and and that was pretty much it." Uh, we I got in touch with a couple of those guys, and then we started out. I think uh, my brother came with me as well. Um, I then I looked into getting my firearms license as well. Um, so at pretty much at the same time, um, I think our group started off pretty small. I think we had like about a six to eight people who would come out once a month, every month. And yeah, that was about 2008, I reckon, 2007, 2008. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it kind of just blossomed from there. That was at a, a paintball field in Kaipo, uh, called, uh, paintball sports. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 2007, 2008, that was, I think, around that. And um, pretty much uh, when that um, that kind of started taking off, people started really kind of other people that went for like work days, bucks parties, seeing us, seeing us in all our gear and stuff. So oh, I'd like to do a bit of that. And then we started getting more players. And I think uh, we had a bit more of a chat about it. And um, there was a few really good guys that I started making friends with and, uh, we said, oh, what are, what are we going to do? We're going to have like call ourselves like a name or something like that. And one of the guys said, uh, I think, um, you know, we should start up kind of like a kind of like a club, if you know what I mean, yeah. uh, like a paintball club, but kind of unofficial, if you know what I mean, at the time, because, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, we'd pl come and play every month um, on a Sunday and have a bit of fun. So um, that's how uh, we called ourselves Southern Legion Paintball Club. And, yeah. um, okay. and uh, yeah, that's how that was kind of uh, born um we just yeah uh, we get we got started getting more and more people who wanted to get involved and, and playing and it was just great to see so many people kind of go out and buy the gear and get more into it and it was all like i said all bush ball all milsim based stuff and um there were some um uh some speedballers that also came along and had a bit of a game as well because there were some speedballers that did speedball as well as 
uh, the scenario games as well, um, which was good. Yeah. Um, always good to have a bit of a, a bit of a range of players. So, yeah, it was. It just kind of blossomed from there and started getting bigger and bigger. I suppose. Um, yeah. 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 Nice. So, like, I have to be honest. I um, you know, I'm a. Uh, a Sydney-based, uh, like, speedball has been, like, all I've really uh, cut my teeth in the whole time. So I'm not I'm not up, up to, to speed much on, on well, like, woods ball or scenario paintball at all in yeah. in any part of the, the country. So that's that's why I really wanted to get you on. Um, yeah. You know, you were recommended to me from a, yeah. a few people. So I've, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it sounds really cool. Like, I, I it sounds like um, scenario paintball is really, you know, taken off in, um, in South Australia. And yeah, you guys are sort of really doing some some great things down there. Yeah, we had uh, pretty much when it took off, we had, I think at the at the at the largest point of time uh, at the Kaipo field, I think we had about seventy six paid members. Um, so we'd get, I think, yeah, we'd get we had that many people on the books. I think the most we had was about probably forty or fifty on the field at once, uh, part club members, which was really good. Um, we used to get in give invites to uh, the, the guys at Mount Gambier too. They'd come down and we'd have a you know, uh, kind of like club against club, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Kind of game against each other, and um, and that was fantastic. And um, at pretty much that was two thousand and eight. And then I kind of started getting in touch with people who were interstate, and uh, um, didn't really know anyone outside of South Australia in the paintball scene. And then uh, in two thousand and nine, at the start of two thousand and nine, I. Uh, started chatting to someone said, oh, get in touch with this bloke and he'll be able to, you know, give you a bit of an idea about going to America for D-Day. And I really, I started looking on, you know, uh, looking online, having a look at Oklahoma D-Day photos, um, that type of stuff. And I was just, I was just hooked. I was just like, yeah, I've got to do this. So um, I looked up this bloke, jumped online and uh, never talked to him before. And um, uh, this was paintball Pete Russell. So, oh, yeah. so... <laughs> Gave him a call, started chatting to him, and I tell you what—that's—he's just been a mate ever since. He's just awesome. So he—he he said anything you want, need, do, let me know, help you out. Like he kind of took me under his wing in the states as well. And you know, first time I've been uh, to America as well in 2009. That was the first D-Day we did, and uh, yeah, it, the Milsim scene over there is is huge. The the scenario bush, woods ball scene is massive. So I. I never really, I suppose, getting back to, I suppose, I suppose why, I suppose, woods ball is kind of bigger for me than, I suppose, speedball. I like the tactical element of it, um, using less paint, using more tactics, but also, I suppose, um, I don't have to... I don't have to do much running, diving, and uh, jumping everywhere because my body won't handle. Won't handle. You know, you get older, you get the uh, the slower your body gets too. So, um, and I'm not getting any younger, as you know, no one is. But uh, so that's why I kind of stuck with the woods ball element, and um, yeah, just kept kept pushing it and kept going. So, um, and yeah, America was just the first year of America was just unbelievable. It was just everyone was so great and uh, took brought back some uh, some great. You know, um, memories and some just some awesome guys. That's where I met Sam as well. First time I met Sam Robertson. He's another oh, yeah. uh, another guy that I um, uh, good mates with. Uh, heaps of other guys. Alan Carver, uh, okay. guy a guy called uh, Joda, um, uh, Damien from Perth, uh, Damien Enover from Perth. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Damien, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, she was. We were just all in this, you know, just hanging out together in the states, playing with each other. It was just just awesome. I just loved it. So I brought back heaps of camera footage. Even brought back, uh, I think I brought back a couple of markers as well. So it's good to get some cheap markers over there and bring them home. So yeah, um, yeah. So it just, just that's where it kind of blossomed for me. My first year in in the US and kind of started getting bigger and better from there on. Yeah. So uh, you know, touching on the on the gear, you said you brought back. What's like I know uh, Australia is pretty disjointed when it comes to um, paintball gear. So what's mm. the rules like in South Australia with like milsim things? Are you are you allowed? Um, oh, like I know there's a lot of rules around looks. Like what what kind of what what laws is there around that in South Australia? So uh, there's if you if you were a first time paintballer, let's just say hypothetical, if you're a first time paintballer and you wanted to get say a Tipman TMC. So Tipman TMC is a pretty much a standalone uh, woods ball or milsim marker. Um, 
if you sent that to Border Force and police and said, I'd like to import this to play with, they won't allow it because it, it, it matches a silhouette of an AR-15 or, or military rifle. So, but in South Australia, we don't have appearance laws. So if I was to uh, purchase a Tipman 98 and put a, a barrel, like an M16 barrel and an M16 stock on it, there's no issue because it's there's no it's just an attachment so yeah, okay, okay. it's if you know what i mean so yeah. um but in saying that uh, there was a couple of guys in about 2010 uh i was included with that and we um we managed to get some of the takamo magfed kits in so this okay. was this was when i mean magfed's been in america for for yonks this was when no one had actually um uh tried to import magfed kits and because it's a, a receiver and a magazine kind of well magwell uh, there's no, it, it was passed as a as a receiver with a serial number, so it's essentially classing it as a, a new marker. Um, yeah. And customs, border force, and police said there's no issue with that because it doesn't look like a military rifle, and and it, and they don't because you can all you have to do is put a, a barrel on them, attach a gas tank, and you're just running with magazines instead of a hopper. There's no, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's it's a no-brainer, and and that's how kind of Magfed started in South Australia as well because there was a few guys that just. You know, we're importing these kits and um, uh, we're all doing it legally. So the police and, and border force knew about it. And so it really does come down to, um, I mean, we're everyone's kind of good with their stuff down here. There's no idiots. You know, there's oh, no one, you know, there's yeah. no one out like, you know, some of the gel blaster stories we've heard where people go out and shoot people out of their car doors, you know, at night. And there's been a few stories around here and in Queensland about that. Because um, being gel blasters are only legal in south australia and wa uh, sorry and queensland at present um but yeah everyone's just really good everyone kind of does the right thing and if you do the right thing you're allowed to have the fun toys so <laughs> pretty much but um yeah that's pretty much pretty much kind of if you yeah if you ask if they say yes you can import it that's pretty much it yeah, yeah. oh it sounds good it's yeah. uh Sounds like they're a bit more common sense there, but <laughs> they are because <laughs> those kind of things. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We do the right thing. Um, they know who we are, you know, that type of stuff. So if you if you're honest with them, if you don't try and import a, a T Tipex pistol like TIPX pistol, yeah, yeah. and yep. and try and do it all sneakily, they're gonna throw the book at you. If you if you ask yep. them nicely and say, hey, I'm looking at doing this and this, what are my chances? Okay, well I've got no problem. You know, the police might say no worries. The border, border force might say no. So you, okay. you, pretty much that's the end of it. Um, so you, hopefully if both of them say yes to something you want to import, then they're all good. So, but yeah, no, they're pretty good um, customs and um, or border force and police, say, excuse me. They're, yeah, if we, we ask them a question, we're honest with them, they're honest with us and we're all good. Oh, it's good. So yeah, there's yeah, a good, rela good relationship with the paintballers and, and, and the authorities, if, if you know what I mean. So. And is that sort of... Um that relationship is that sort of like any paintballer from SA or do you sort of like do you deal with firearms normally or, or something like that is that sort of why you, you deal with them um yeah yes and no I mean I kind of they had my name on the books because I used to import a lot of stuff from the states so I used to do a lot of B709 forms you yeah, know okay. can I please have this can I get some barrels you know they soon seem they soon know your your, your first and last name um, yeah. especially with customs as well. You're in customs and say, how you doing, Greg? And they go, hey, Ben, how you doing? You know, you yeah. ask questions. <laughs> so you kind of you kind of get on their books, if you know what I mean, they're, and their yeah. good side. And as long as you do the right thing, they're going to do the right thing by you. Um, as long as you're not trying to break the law, which we don't, um, and you do the right thing, you're all good. So, yeah. um, but, uh, and that's kind of the relationship we have with them, as long as you, yeah, as long as you're honest, you get honesty back. So, yeah. And then we get to play, oh, like play our sport, so it's good, yeah. Yeah. And oh, with, with the gel blaster thing, like, uh, you know, I, a few, well, probably a few months ago now, I took my daughter to the park and there was just like broken gel blaster balls everywhere. And I was yeah, like, right. oh, like yeah. it's illegal here. And it's, it's just one of those things, I think. Uh, but whether they were shot out of a gun or, or someone just bought just the, uh, like a packet of the balls that was, and, yeah. and threw them around, like, I, I don't know. But they're, uh, they're definitely in, in the state if they're, if they're illegal. But, yeah. yeah, it does. It does worry me a bit because um, with gel blasters, because like there's they're quite some of the guns are really replica replica guns, whereas there's other gel blaster things that look like toys. So I can sort yeah. of um, yeah, I, I can see it's it's it 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 there needs to be some sort of want or need for them. But it sounds like you guys are doing a good thing with the gel 
the gel blasters? Like you've actually got organized games and stuff like that going on for it? Yeah, so I'm because um, I suppose we played paintball at, at Barry's field at Paintball Skirmish, you say. Um, Barry actually said, hey, do you know much about gel balls? I said, I don't know. Gel blasters, I said, I don't know too much because it's only fairly new to me. Um, back in the day before the 1996 gun buyback, I used to have a few airsoft, airsoft pistols, oh, airsoft yeah. guns. So yeah. that was great. You know, I was 12, 13 years old. We were shooting them in the backyard, that type of stuff, shooting targets, great fun. And then they got all handed in because of the gun buyback. So, um, or banned, they got banned essentially. Yeah. So uh, gel blasters are, sent, are essentially, you know, um, similar um but they they're not the same if that makes sense so they're not the, yeah. they're similar but not not the same so and they shoot a, a little yeah the little pellets that just by biodegradable they just break up into pieces and to be honest most of the sometimes if your guns are playing up most of them just break at the end of the barrel you know if you break a ball in a barrel and a paintball uh, paintball marker usually you got to pull yeah. barrel off swab it out swab yeah. it out and then you know screw it back on these you just keep shooting because you know they'll just keep going out the barrel but um yeah. But yeah, they're, it's they're good fun. But I can see what you're saying. They do replicate, uh, very much replicate uh, a lot of military rifles around the world. So that's why some government authorities are going well. If someone who doesn't know how to handle these things buys one from a shop, starts waving it around in a in a in a suburb, and there's people that are going to be it's set. It's essentially uh, if they're threatened by it, that's classes an assault. So you got to kind of. There's got to be the right and wrong ways to, to do things. And if, if people do the right, wrong things, they've got to be held accountable for it. So that's what we're trying to push here in, in uh, South Australia. We're trying to push that if you want to do the right thing, you've got to have a reason to own one of these. Same as I've got a paintball, um, I've got a firearms license to own a paintball market. Yeah. I, I shoot a paintball market because I play paintball in a team. So same thing. So, yeah. you know, if I want to own a gel blaster, um, I've got to have a need to, to use it. And that's, you know, playing on, on Barry's field as well. So with gel blasters too. So um, it brings a whole new realm of players into paintball as well because gel, gel blaster players have never played paintball. So you go, oh, okay. really? All right. So you got, you know, we, we had last weekend, we had 70, 70 players playing gel ball at Barry's field. And I think half of them are cool to come to, keen to come and play paintball. So oh, cool. it's good to yeah. kind of make that transition across to, you know, uh, to something which is a firearm, but also, you know, packs a bit of a punch behind it and they're you know they're only getting little tiny stings they're gonna get lots of welts now so yeah you have to show them show them the ropes on that as well yeah yeah no it's um it's cool to see and that's if 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 you guys keep organizing these gel ball games and we can actually start to see like a bit of a scene happen it gives yep. us like over here in, in other states um something that we can sort of show our politicians like look there's there's actually a want and a need for this and and they're doing it safely so Hopefully yep. you guys can sort of lead the way and help us. But I'm actually a bit keen to know, um, you know, you said last weekend, like we, we spoke uh, off off air about it a little yeah. bit. Like I'm really keen to know about this gel, gel ball uh, event that you organised. Yeah, so um, I about probably three or four years ago, I started up a, a business name called Battlefield SA. So essentially what that was going to be was Milsim or Scenario uh, Big Games uh, for paintball, um, uh, any any type of scenario gaming. Um and it was going to pretty much be invite as, as many people as we can, uh, do long, you know, full day games, maybe overnight games under lights, um, pyrotechnics, that type of stuff, um, smoke, uh, you know, have lots of scenarios that they've got to do over that time period to gain points to, you know, to, to at the end of the game, you know, you say, all right, this team got this much points, this team, et cetera. And that, you know, give them a bit of a, give a bit of a rundown at the end of the day and say, you know, this team won, this is the way they did it, blah, 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 and hopefully everyone has fun, pretty much. So um, so I had a couple of guys in the gel ball scene, one guy who is actually uh, in our paintball team, Southern Legion, and he's been playing with us for a few years now, and he said, hey, man, why don't you have a look in the gel blaster scene as well because there's heaps of people there that could be keen on playing paintball too. And I, So I bought myself a couple of gel blasters and had a bit of a play, and, uh, and then these guys said that they were looking at, creating a big 24-hour Milsim game. So it starts at uh, 12 o'clock one day and finishes at 12 o'clock the next day, so it doesn't stop. And okay. I said, yeah, man, I'm keen as mustard. So they asked me if we could use the Battlefield SA business name to kind of get this started. Um, yeah. And uh, these, the admins that did this, they're awesome guys. Like, yeah, there's about probably eight, eight to ten guys that just pulled their finger out and did so much work behind the scenes. Um, 
And yeah, we came up with this game called Operation Black Sheep. And we had, uh, I think, 70 paid players. Um, and yeah, on the books. And um, uh, I mean, it, it was winter. So I know a lot of people will say, you know, a, lot, a few people had to leave and that it was cold. It got down to zero, I'm pretty sure. Wow. <laughs> um, so, and it was cold, but a lot of people stuck it out. Uh, but in the end, it's really safety first. So if someone said, hey, I'm not you know, feeling the best because it's so cold, I want to go home, no props, you know. Um, yeah. Some people went back to their car, you know, got warm in the car, came by. We had a fire at admin, so if they wanted to come and sit by the fire, they could. Um, yeah. But, hey, if they want to go home, that's cool. So, But we ran all the way through to 12 o'clock the next day. Um, everyone had a ball-busting good time. And, um, yeah, it, it was just great. So, And that was our first event, so we're going to have a bit of a break now. So we can we, – everyone wants a second event. Everyone wants it like, yeah. you know, I want another event now. But yeah. uh, <laughs> So – but in the end, we just said, all right, we're going to have a couple of months off. Um, we'll probably have a few small games and a couple of paintball days in, in between. And uh, work out another big game, but yeah, it's it's people really lo- love to play like when like when I was a kid, I loved to play army, you know, in the backyard yeah. with the little toy guns that made electronic sounds, you know. And it's kind of the same as playing army man in the you know on a big field, and you can do some night missions and with your mates, and you know wear all the good good gear. And some of these guys are just like you've probably seen in my some of my photos on Facebook. You know, some of these guys have spent thousands of dollars on on gear just so they look the part, and it's just <laughs> awesome to see them rock up and all this stuff. It's the same as paintball. You see a guy that's just you know um, spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on all the latest kit. You know, um, and yeah, and they just they just love it. They they love the they love playing. They just love the sport. So that's why we're trying to really push it. And hopefully, it doesn't get banned here in SA. So. Uh, we're hoping we're crossing our fingers, crossing our fingers. So, um, yeah, well, that's um, yeah. you'll you'll have a good if it ever does come to anything like that, you'll have good examples. Like, it sounds like, yeah, they like these kind of things. Are if you guys are pulling 70 people off, um, hanging around it, you know, for tw- uh, yeah, 24, 24 hours, hours in the middle of the night and, and no one's getting injured or anything, I think that's yep. that's pretty good, uh, and ex- pretty good excuse to say that these things are pretty safe. Yeah. Um, I've just got like some questions about that because yeah, it blows, sort of blows my mind how how you run an overnight um, scenario. Like, is it just is it like constantly the game's on? Like, you can just be shot at any time. Is that sort of how it how it works? Pretty, like, pretty, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So they'll have a, a main operating base or MOB, and that'll be positioned somewhere on the field. The field was 185 acres, so it's about <laughs> it's about two and a half kilometers from corner to corner, uh, yeah. possibly a little bit more. So it's it's a pretty big field. Um, so what we do is we want to bring we bring the immersion for them. So we drive the admin vehicle through the field and we'll play like a like a um, uh, what like a like a bombing raid siren going full pelt yeah. out of a speaker and we'll yeah, that pretty much says all right night time but the game's still on. We we do our own little night kind of missions where we crawl into their MOB and trying to steal some of their stuff, you know, <laughs> trying to steal some of their ammo. Um, yeah, it is full on game all night. It just goes all night. Most people do maybe have a couple of guys outside there. MOB and then they switch they go back and sleep and then a couple of guys will get back up and sleep for another three hours and and but some yeah. guys played all through the night um it, but no yeah no one no one got hurt no one hurt themselves everyone had fun I mean it was a cold night but yeah we just couldn't believe how well it went people are giving us some great reviews and it's yeah it's great and, and that's it's kind of what we did in America as well so I was kind of trying to bring some of that um those games that we did in America at Oklahoma D-Day, we did a three and a half, I think it was three and a half hours night game in 2009. They did it every year, but the 2009 night game, I was just blown away because there was um, uh, live explosions going off. There was fireworks, crackers. There was floodlights pointing down. There was um, uh, smoke flares that would come down from the sky trying to light up an area. And there were, yeah, there was just thousands and thousands of paintballs flying everywhere. And it was just, it was like a full on, like a night raid. It was just great. It was great. So I tried to bring a little bit of that into the, into the, you know, the, the gel ball games as well. So, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's just great fun. And it was just my my first overnighter that I'd done in a long time as well. So, um, trying to get my, you know, head around it, but the admins, the, the admins are the guys that pretty much made it, they wrote it. They um, sat like one of the guys sat by the radios nearly all night. I think he got about probably two or three hours sleep, but he sat by the radios. If anyone had issues, you know, they would he would answer it pretty much. Yeah, it was just some guys just yeah pulled it pulled it you know pulled all the stops. You know, just helped everyone out. It was great, really good. 
yeah no it's that's cool so um so, you know speaking of that kind of a thing is there is there referees like in that do you have like roving referees or anything like that or is it pretty pretty much self uh self self-governed yeah, it's kind of self-regulated. So um, we try and ask people not to cheat. It's hard yeah. because even even paintballers cheat. I've seen yeah. paintballers, you know, you, you, oh, I've got you here. I can wipe, 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 you know. Everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone's done it in the past. You know, when you first start out, you're like, oh, I don't want to be out because I have to walk yeah, back to yeah. spawn, you know, or something like that. So we try and ask people, hey, you know, don't don't cheat. Do the right thing. Um, yeah. And at night time, you really can't kind of tell if anyone's been hit. So yeah. it's we, if people got hit, you know, and they didn't walk out. It's kind of part. You know, it, it's it is what it is. We can't really change that. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, people just kind of uh, help themselves out. Although us as admins, we kind of we can go into the field at any time. And if there's a problem or if there's any questions, we can go in and uh, we have flags for the vehicle. So if a yellow flag was flying, it was an admin vehicle, so you can't attack the vehicle. But if there was no flag flying, the vehicle is pretty much fair game. So we could be we could be carrying extra ammo for one team and another excuse me, another team can actually ambush us and actually get us out the car, you know, say, we're going to search you and we're going to take the ammo. They take all the ammo out the car for their team and, and run off. So, yeah, yeah, they can do it at any time. So we could all have right. a gun gun truck with people in the in the truck. We'd have five or six people, you know, shooting down another uh, bunch of guys as well. Um, it just, it, cool. there's, there's so many different things we did that made that just brought that immersion of having a like a proper battlefield uh, that they could do anywhere. They had to pretty much know exactly what's going on everywhere. Uh, and they couldn't close their eyes or turn around for one second, otherwise they might get uh, hit from behind. If you know what I mean. So yeah, no, I like that because, like the, the like here we've got the Total War games, and and you know there there's a, a few missions over the day, but they only run for an hour. And yeah, so I really feel like yeah, the the longer they go, you could really start to get into that like um like storytelling and role playing and, and stuff. Yeah, like correct. where when it goes for an hour, it's sort of just like go yeah. crazy for an hour and that's it yeah that's i like that and i guess it, it, it goes the same if everyone's into it and obviously they are if, if they're going to be there then yeah. that sort of role playing and they are going to like really get into that and and people are going to play along if they're if they you know if they're getting ambushed they're not going to be like i'll stuff you like i'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no, i like that it's cool everyone was putting yeah. on like you know fake you know uh fake russian accents and walking to go to, hello <laughs> what are you doing over here you know so you have my vodka you know they're all just talking about you know just 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 saying silly and stupid things, but they're all getting into the characters, and that's that's what we loved. We everyone was it was everyone was trying to be part of the narrative, part of the storyline, and it worked out really well. So um, yeah, it's, it just yeah, we're getting some great feedback, and everyone wants another one. So yeah, yeah everyone wants a second game. So we're trying to work on that at the moment. But uh, in the meantime, I'm trying to also you know trying to get all the paintball stuff sorted so people can come out and have a, a few uh, paintball games too again. So. Yeah, so do you run similar similar sort of big scenario games for your paintball side of things as well? Haven't really done that in a while, only because there's um, we usually only get about probably 10, 10 to 12 players at a paintball day. Um, oh, okay. And most of the time it's really just checking gear, you know, having a bit of fun, six on six or four on four or something like that. Um, just seeing how our gear works, everyone checks out each other's stuff, you know, shows, oh, I've got something new here, have a look at this. Um, and, yeah, it's just kind of just about getting with your mates and just having a bit of fun, really, uh, with your with the teammates. Um, haven't really done any big scenario stuff in South Australia for a while, only because of the, the paintball scene. Um, it was really big at around, around you know, the 2012 2011, 2012 kind of um, years, and then it slowly started petering off. Uh, but it's starting to slowly come back now, I think, again. Um, and uh, But now the gel ball is also back as well. I think a lot of people have kind of moved from paintball to gel ball, so I know a lot of paintballers have started buying some gel ball kits too. What I do hope is that gel ball... I mean, I'm glad that it's uh, big and I'm glad people are loving that immersive experience and loving the guns and the gear and stuff, but I, what I don't want is to see that everyone quits playing paintball and starts doing gel yeah. blasting because it's kind of you know you got all that gear that's sitting in the in their sheds or in their room going you know i don't use that let's sell it that type of stuff and uh, we've had a few guys that have sold their gear they've moved on they've had kids gotten married stuff like that so they sold their gear which is all which is all cool people come people go yeah um yeah, yeah i just really hope that I'm trying to trying to keep that paintball uh, dream alive, if you know what I mean. Trying to keep the the team together and get people interested in coming out and playing. 
Yeah, it's a shame. I, I do remember. It was probably probably was around that time, um, 2011 or something. I, I and I can't remember the name of the field. Like I was I was like flying fly out. I, I refed an event down down there, but it was like a really bustling. Like mm. it was a, an airball event. I think um, there was still only one field, but yeah, there was it was full two days um, of playing. Like um, yep. and then yeah, just it almost seemed like South Australia just sort of just stopped. Like um. You, yeah. you just really stopped hearing about anything, and uh, it yeah. was a really sh- real big shame. But it, yeah, it, it sounds like um, like that's sort of how I got got your name. Like uh, I know, uh, like I, I've had uh, Will McDonald, they call him Wimpy, on on the show before, and um, yeah, 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 and like yeah, yeah he yep. he sort of said that the scenario guys were the ones really you know pushing the the paintball scene down there, and, and it is starting to to grow. So it's um, yeah, it's good. I hope you guys can can pull it off, and uh, I hope to see uh, yeah, I hope it's all sort of uh, works out for you because. Uh, um, it's a shame to hear even you know I hear the old school guys all the time talk about South Australia and that used to be like yeah. one of the big places to go play like in the 90s so yeah. um, hopefully we can see it uh, rise from the ashes <laughs> yeah I, I hope so too I like it said like, a lot of the guys that we play with haven't played in a while so it's a matter of just you know getting them out of the uh, getting them out of their houses and coming you know getting them playing again and hopefully some of these dual ball players get into the get into the sport as well because the amount of stories that I've we've got from, you know, hanging out with Paintball Pete, Sam Robinson, Al Carver, all the guys that came to the States. You know, I've been to the States three times yep. for D-Day and it's just, it's just so good. It's just awesome. Took my brother and another teammate of ours from Southern Legion and it's just, we had great times. It's just, the guys, the, the friendships that you make in the paintball scene are, yeah, forever. That's that's the main thing. So, you, you know, there's just so many really good people in the in the sport. Um, there's also some really toxic people that have that I've met in the, right. the sport. But I try not to you know try to forget about that that side of the sport that side of the sport and those types of people and just try to you know try and um, I suppose remember all the good times and all the good times you can have with the, with the sport. Yeah, all the, people, all the good people you meet if you know what I mean. So. Ah, that's it. Well, the, the sport's so even in America, it's such a small, tiny community that I think yeah. those toxic people do eventually just sort of weed themselves out. Enough people, they burn enough bridges, and they've got no one to play with, so <laughs> they end up yeah. uh, disappearing from the sport. Thankfully, yes. Um, yeah, but I'm keen to know a bit yeah. more about D Day. Yeah, um, man. How? Yeah, like um, yeah, like the the missions and stuff over there. Do, do people get into like really get into it and and play oh, yeah. the the roles out and stuff like that? They do. So you get people that uh, they, there's people that like families that will build their own tanks and they'll bring them on a trailer and they, they are going to be, that's all they are, a tank is for the weekend. So they'll drive their tanks around. They've got um, paintball guns in the top of the tank. Um, some of them have got Nerf rockets that shoot out of the actual tank turret, <laughs> stuff like that. There was one, there was one tank that I saw go past a, like a makeshift building one day and it was a flamethrower tank. And all they did instead of like it, didn't have flames obviously but it had yeah. like spraying paint like a hose inside the windows <laughs> and stuff and i just saw i saw all this paint go inside this window and this door frame of this uh, this building and then all of a sudden this body just flew out of the window so he didn't want to he was one of our guys and he just <laughs> jumped literally out of this window it was about two meters tall he jumped out landed hard on the ground he just didn't want to get hit by this you know this flamethrower tank spraying paint <laughs> everywhere it was so much fun uh, but yeah the, the guys over there are fully into it there's oh, there's a command structure so it goes all the way from the guys in the talk in the uh, tactical operation center We're looking at the maps oh, yeah. they're on the radios uh, all the way to our commanders telling us what to do um, then you've got the other uh, squad leaders as well and that that's that's a full that's a full day that starts at six in the morning goes till six in the afternoon. And that's just yeah. non-stop paintball. If you want to stop and have a drink and come back, you can come back to your, you know, we had RVs and stuff set up, caravans. Um, you can come back, have a bite to eat, have a drink, you know, get re-energized, a bit of energy drinks, stuff like that, and a um, bit of yeah. food, and then go straight back in. Um, you know, you, if you run out of paint, you can go and buy more paint, run out of air, you go to an air station, there's air stations everywhere. It is a full-on day, and everyone fully gets into it. We do, like, marches, so our team, uh, this uh the, the Commonwealth Expeditionary Force, the CEF, um, okay. and, yeah, yeah. Um, who uh, they're the biggest scenario paintball team essentially in the world, um, and our colour is maroon. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, when if you end up ever speaking to someone like, you know, Al Carver or Sam Robertson, they'll, you know, they'll tell you our war cry. It's uh, pretty cool. Sammy does it the best. Yeah, so okay. I'll, let, I'll let him do it if you ever speak, speak to him. But, All right. Um, 
but uh, yeah, they just yeah. everyone's just fully into it in America. It is so. It's, it, that's that's why that's where I got that kind of that really immersive experience where I just wanted to keep going and going with the with the sport because the people are just awesome and they yeah everyone was they, all their uniforms are all you know you get some people wearing vintage you know World War Two uniforms and stuff to the day and it's just great it's a whole week of paintball and there's some great people just awesome people that's why I just fell in love with it. Yeah, well, uh, you know, speaking of people, like how many how many people would turn up to to a, a uh, D Day? Pretty sure there was about the first year that I did it. There was about four thousand people. That's crazy. <laughs> so if you can imagine yeah. that, I'd say, yeah, nearly all of those people actually were on the field at, at once playing. It's <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Like it's uh, if you've ever seen like Saving Private Ryan and you see the, how the the boats, the doors of the boats come down on Omaha Beach and the troops are running up. They recreate that on a hill. And the Germans are the German players or the Axis players are at the top. The um, the allies are down the bottom, and they recreate all the beach landings for Normandy. So it's all done to the yeah. t- to the exact times as when the, the it happened in Normandy in World War Two as well. So yeah, yeah. we um, us as the CEF, we uh, come into Sword Beach, which was because we're part of the Commonwealth. Um, Sword Beach, there's uh, the, I think there's Juno, uh, Utah, and everything is just done the same as. You know, we're trying to trying to make up points or hold areas to try and you know take it off the uh, the Axis team. So um, it's just it's yeah, it's, it's the biggest. I keep saying that word immersive, but it is the biggest immersive immersive experience because you know if you're if you're just a grunt, which I was first year D Day there, I'm just a grunt. So you yeah. just do it, do what you're told. If someone says, all right, go and um, you know go and sit by that area there and patrol that area there because we just don't want any, um, you know, the bad guys to come up the, the creek, through the creek bed. You do what you're told, you know. Um, so, yeah, and it just gets cool. becomes that more of a more of a, uh, a team game. It is people come with you. Everyone's there to help you. Um, you know, if you fall over and hurt yourself, people help you out. Yeah, it's just awesome. It's just awesome, awesome experience, and I recommend it. There's actually – it's funny because – I know COVID's happening at the moment. They were supposed to have the last ever D-Day was going to be this year. They're actually uh, finishing up oh, yeah. Oklahoma D-Day. So the, the last ever game is going to be in uh, June 2021. So hopefully, you know, COVID pisses off, and uh, especially in America because they're pretty bad, it's pretty bad over there. But yeah. Um, yeah. If, it, if, it, if it does piss off and, uh, and they get this game going over there, then, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty big. They're trying to get as many people back for the last ever, last hurrah, I suppose, for for this game. So, yeah, it's it's if if any if you know if anyone's watching and you're keen to go to Oklahoma D Day, get into it. Like, you know, hook up with some of the guys that have gone there before, ask questions. Yeah, just it's it's awesome time. So, I think I budgeted, I think five grand. Uh, I did oh, okay. flights to and from, spending money, accommodation, and uh, which is pretty reasonable. So. Um, you, you, your dollar dollar here can pretty can buy a lot of stuff over there as well. So, um, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. well, like speaking of budgets, like how how much how many paintballs are you budgeting? <laughs> oh well, I went through two cases. That's all because I oh, okay yeah because yeah. we weren't I I did a lot of firing as we were trying to get out of the boats and going up the hill. But I think I did maybe two to three cases. I reckon. Uh, my brother okay, probably yeah. shot a lot more. He his um, his A five had an electro trigger, and you're allowed to pull it over there. So he's just holding the holding the barrel, you know, the barrel up the hill and just mowing them all down. So um, I was more trying to get up the hill, sneaky, sneaky. So around all the barricades and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think most people. I think the the first year they went through. Oh, I think it was like twelve to twelve to fifteen million paintballs or something like that were shot. <laughs> so. It was there's so much pain. There was so much pain. Yeah. Oh, when you see it flying through the air, it's hard not to get hit, to be honest. So, you know, <laughs> um, so, like yeah. so so much pain. And it just, yeah, just your adrenaline is just rushing. So it's just an awesome time. Yeah, no, it sounds sounds cool. Like speaking of uh, traveling over there, yep. is there, like, if you were to go over, to, like, is there a group of Aussies that sort of like, do you guys all like get hotels together or RVs or anything like that? Is, is that sort of how it works or is it like everything yeah. for himself? No, no, no. If you're an Aussie, you're pretty much, um, if you ask to be in the Commonwealth uh, or CEF, um, all you have to do is apply. 
Um, Aussies always stick together. If you want to be in one of the other teams that uh, the battles on, you know, uh, Omaha Beach, that's with the Marines, etc. If you want to be in one of them, you can if you want. But mostly Aussies stick together. Um, the last couple of years, they've gotten a, there's a brand new casino that was built just on the exit road of the field. So as you go off the field onto the main highway, there's a casino across the road. Most people just get a casino room, and we got really cheap yeah. rates. A couple of people over there um, organised, yeah, uh, organised some cheap rooms and uh, and cheap. Uh, well, they weren't expensive at all. I think it was like thirty five US a night or something like that. So it's pr- pretty cheap rooms, but they're really nice. It's a brand new casino, and yeah, good food yeah. in there. You know that type of stuff. So I think most people didn't want to stay at the field anymore. They wanted to stay. You know, in the hotel, have a nice hot shower, you know, swimming pool, that type of stuff. So, uh, but there is a bunch of Aussies that go, and I think there'll be a, a heap of Aussies maybe going next year for the last event. But, um, yeah, if anyone's keen and they're, and they're interested that watch the show and they're keen to maybe go over there, it'll be the last one. If they just want to send me a message and I can um, let them know if there's a group of guys going because I'll, I'll be able to throw some names around too if they're keen. So. Yeah, no, awesome. That's uh, – uh, if – if it was a few years later and like uh, just hadn't had a kid, uh, kids yeah. and all that kind of stuff, it wasn't so strapped for cash. It, that's uh, like it, it's one of those things. I remember, like from when I first got into it, uh, before I even started playing, when I was just like refereeing at the field. That's like D Day. Everyone knows D Day, so yeah. it was um, yeah, it's such a it's such a mecca. But the owners of D Day, like you said, the Oklahoma one's ending. Is there going to be like, are they moving it somewhere else, or or is it going to be um, is there going to be anything like that ever? I think it? I think they're just having a break for a while. So yeah. they they'll still they still have paintball. Their their land is huge. The land is massive. So they'll still have paintball games. They have run airsoft games there as well. Um, I think they're okay. just having a, a break from it. It will probably come back in the future. There's other big paintball games around um, uh, around the states as well. So uh, the other one, which is in uh, North Carolina, Fulda Gap which is um, oh, yeah. um, at Command Decisions Paintball, which is the one that Paintball Pete manages now So yeah. in the States. So, um, yeah, they do Fulda Gap over a few days. I think it goes over about four or five days. And um, they're getting a lot of those players that did go to uh, the D-Day uh, to go and go into Fulda Gap, uh, especially a lot of the Commonwealth players. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you can't get to Oklahoma D-Day, definitely uh, the Fulda Gap would be good. And then I think, I think last year, some of the guys that went to Fulda Gap, including Sam and um, a couple of guys from the Bush Pigs, actually. Like, yeah, um, Yowie and, and yeah, uh, Yowie. Carlos and stuff like that. Yowie, yeah, Yowie's yeah. a great bloke, man. Like, yeah. we, had, we had some great times the other couple of years ago in the States. And good fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, they went down to World Cup, I think, which was in Florida. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. Watching some of the games down there and, uh, yeah, just kind of not just having a small kind of couple of days playing paintball, they kind of did a whole kind of trip and just relaxing, watching some paintball at the end of it. So, um, so yeah, there's always a bunch of guys willing to, to do it. And it's best to do it with um, other paintballers as well because, you, you know, if there's other people that have already been there, they can show you the ropes, show you what to do. It's, it's, but they're, it's pretty, pretty casual over there, if you know what I mean. Like, everyone's really nice. Um, help you out if you need help and stuff like that. So, yeah. No, it's, um, it's cool, and that's like it always blows my mind. Um, like I just can't even sort of uh, like I've travelled to New Zealand a few times, and even just how they sort of deal with the paintball gun. Like it's just nothing compared to what we think. Like you can get off the plane with it pretty much in your hand, and yeah, it's yeah, not, not a lot to do. Like who cares? It's, it's a paintball gun, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure like buying things and all that kind of stuff's probably like a bit of a bit of a smorgasbord when you get over there as well. <laughs> the yeah, shops. there's lots of shops and lots of cheap stuff like. There's like I think you can get carbon fiber tanks for sixty bucks, stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, there's lots of uh, markers over there. A lot of stuff if you pre if you if you pre buy something and you get it approved by the government, uh, you can bring it back with you as long as you've got paperwork. Uh, especially oh, yeah. in South Australia, like I was saying about the other stuff before. But if you've got paperwork approved, you can bring it back. And when you go through customs, you just say, "Hey, I brought my brought a paintball marker over. You know, here's the paperwork, and they and they'll let you take it back through. And obviously, yeah, once you get through to this your state state of origin where you live, you can take it to either customs or police and get it registered. So uh, it's essentially yeah, cool. getting it pre-approved. So that way, when you're bringing stuff in, you don't get it, I suppose, confiscated and et cetera, et cetera. Because yeah. if you do it, like I said, if you do the right thing, you know, uh, everything. Yeah falls into place, I suppose, with, a, with the authority. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's but, like traveling overseas with paintball guns. Like you've pretty much got to, 
like you're basically importing them back in again. Like Correct. I've had to fill yeah. fill out all the B seven oh nines before and stuff. It's all good fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But also oh. gears like guns and gear is so cheap over there to purchase. So um, if you need a new pair of you know pants, jersey, top, that type of stuff, new mask. And we bought masks for sixty bucks each, some JTs. Yeah. Because um, we just said, all right, we're not taking masks. We'll take. I took my vest um, and I think a pair of pants, and I just bought everything else there. So, yeah. um, oh, and my boots. I didn't buy boots there, but I took <laughs> my, my boots as well with me. But everything else is, yeah, cheap, really cheap over there. And there's the amount of stuff that they can just sell to anyone. Like there's no age, no age yeah. for paint. You can buy, you know, if you're an eight-year-old, you can buy a paintball gun, you know what I mean? So, um, but, um, yeah, obviously with their parents' approval because their parents are always there because an eight-year-old's not just going to walk into Oklahoma yeah. D-Day. But, you know, um, yes, it's just just all around an awesome experience with some great people that you're going to be friends with forever pretty much and that's the yeah. thing about that's the good thing about the oh. sport the sport you're going to have people that you know that you've you've met and played with for you know on so many different games and you get back get back in touch and they go hey let's go it's got america let's go and play with the you know the usa people and then you you go over there make even more friends yeah go out, sometimes have a few cordials after the games the big games and stuff like that have some good grub and uh yeah, do a bit of a drive around, do a bit of a tour around and stuff like that. Like I said, there's plenty of stories that uh, I could probably uh, tell you offline, off, uh, you know, <laughs> off the thing, but uh, we yep. won't go too much into those. But, um, um, yeah, it's just it's just uh, the whole thing is just full of great people that are willing to help you out no matter what. That's the main thing. So Yeah, no, I like that. Um, it sounds like with the scenario paintball and, like, the bigger the game is that, like I know with speedball and with uh with an airball sort of style paintball, like one guy can sort of make a big difference. Yeah. It sounds like in this, like it's really does come down to a, a big team effort. Like yeah. a group of guys need to need to move all together and work together and actually, um, you know, that's it to have an effect on the field. Yeah, it sounds like it's a really good um like a yeah. really good team building exercise. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is, and you might last five minutes on the field, have to go back to respawn, but. You know, once you, you go back to respawn, have a drink, you know, get some more paint, fill up with air, go straight back in, you know, you meet back up with your small squad of five or six or whatever and, and you just keep battling on, you know. Um, you can come in and out as many times as you want. It's just it's just an awesome experience. So I'd recommend anyone, if they haven't done a game in America, just to get over there. If you're a paintballer, just get over there and have a bit of fun. Uh, obviously not now because, you know, you go over there, you probably catch COVID, but um, not that you want to, you know, go over there right now anyway, but. But yeah, you know, once it all clears up, hopefully, uh, touch wood, touch wood, um, that yeah, everything will uh, clean up and there'll be some you know people going over and travelling and playing some games again. And that's not just for uh, Milsim stuff; that's for all paintball. So hopefully, COVID pisses off and we can start getting some you know people coming, you know, some because the Yankees they love uh, or the Americans I shouldn't call them Yankees, but the Americans they love coming over here. I've got heaps of American mates that want to come over and play here and. And nice. we go over there and see them. It's it's hard because we live so far away, but um, but yeah, it's all about making those friends and keeping those friendships. And I can't wait till I get back over there. Hopefully, uh, I don't think I'll make it next year because I don't think COVID will uh, go away. But in a couple of years, maybe we'll go back over and uh, play some more paintball. Uh, maybe at yeah. Pete Russell's Pete Russell's field and uh, yeah, catch up with all the all the guys. So yeah, I've had heard some good things about that and. Um... Yeah, I know Yoey. Like I had Yoey on a, a few episodes ago, and he was he was giving him a big uh, a big rap there. But um, before before we start uh, wrapping things up, yeah. I was actually um, you know, if, if for your, the like the local South Australian scene, like if if anyone you know was travelling or or is listening and they're not really into paintball, like what what does it sort of look like? Like where would you sort of start heading if you wanted to get into paintball in South Australia? Yeah, so if there's a few fields around that you can have a few good games at. Um, if you're keen to kind of come along and, and play with us, uh, so Southern Legion Paintball, um, there's a couple of websites. So we've got a Facebook page. Uh, we've also got a Wix, uh, a Wix page as well. Uh, you can just jump on that and it will kind of give you a bit of a rundown on what we do, some photos, a bit of video. Um, and if you've got any questions, you can email. My phone number's on there. So if people want to call and just have a chat about paintball, if they're keen to get into it, yeah, uh, they can if they just want to come along and have a watch. Um, we can get some rental gear and they can just have a bit of a watch. And if you want to join in, we've uh, yeah, they can uh, rent some gear if they haven't got any gear at the time. And uh, hopefully, with um, uh, within a 
couple of times if they're keen to come out they start buying their own gear i mean your number one thing to buy is a mask anyway but if you're keen to get into the sport buy yourself a good mask and um and then you can go you know don't even have to buy yourself a market i mean just buy yourself your protective gear and if you if you're playing scenario you know get yourself some nice cams um like uh, bt or empire make some good uh, uh, camo pants and jerseys now um and if you're keen later on Know, to buy a marker you can do your license and we can help you through all that what you need to do and all that and um yeah and uh, get yourself a tipman or whatever just doesn't matter what you what you what you like to play with um you can play with an old k1 sheridan bolt action if you want with us <laughs> uh, my brother and i've still got three of those in the safe so yeah <laughs> so a bit of vintage stuff as well so yeah it doesn't matter what you want to play or as long as you want to come along and have fun that's the main thing we don't we don't want those toxic people. We want those people to stay away. If you're keen to come to have fun, have a good time, meet some new friends, um, yeah, just come along and have a game and shoot some paint. Just that's what we're about. So, yeah, nice. No, it's uh, it's good to see. I've uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can if we just get one person out of this episode to come uh, and, and join in, that'd be good. <laughs> oh, like I said, yeah, um, yeah, happy to chat with anyone that's keen on looking into the sport. So yeah, get in contact with us. Oh, awesome. Yeah, well, and it's it's been good to sort of get a get a, a bit of a look at, at what's happening in in South Australia. I know, uh, yeah, there's gel ball. It's it it could be the uh, like you say, it, it's it's a little bit worrying. Um, you know, it, it could split our our already tiny community. It could split us in half if if things yeah. start um, becoming legal. But I guess there is a lot of similarities. So one or the other is going to take over, and everyone will will, will get into something. <laughs> That's right. I, I think and- I'd rather paintball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I love the thrill of paintball for the fact that I hate getting hit. And the least I get hit, the better. Yes, I hate getting hit, but but it, that's the game. So if you get hit, you know, it, it you know, there's some there's some crackers, you know. I've had a couple of pretty bad hits, you know, before and certain areas we don't want to talk about. But, you know, probably my worst is the jugular right in here. Oh, I yeah. really hate getting hit in the neck. That is number one for me. Um, all the other, all the others is just pretty much potluck. You never know when you get where you're going to get bloody hit most of the time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I just really hope that people kind of encompass the fact that we've got a new sport coming in, but realise that there's not just gel ball. They can come out and play paintball, and it's going to be the same kind of thing as well. Same kind of games, same kind of you know scenario or woods ball experience, Milson experience that we have a bit of fun playing too. So, and who knows, maybe we'll get uh, heaps of heaps of people coming back and. Uh, and we'll do some, yeah, some pretty big games, but uh, time will tell, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and no, I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye on it. So, is you know, is the best place to follow, it, uh, like the big game and stuff, is that um, uh, Battlefield SA? Is that the best place to sort of keep your eyes if you if you're looking out for that stuff? In yeah, yeah. If you so, if you're keen to come along for some scenario stuff, whether it's paintball or gel bolt, um, Battlefield SA uh, has a Wix webpage as well as a Facebook page. There's a couple of Facebook pages. There's a gel ball one, a generic one that just has pretty much all the news. Um, but the gel ball ones where where all the you know the um, kind of action is at the moment. Um, also, there's another where like a Facebook page called Australian Nilsim Events Channel, um, and that's where a lot of the guys that um, that were a lot of the gel ball players and paintball players go in and update about you know it's a lot of uh, scenario Nilsim games that are happening. Um, in South Australia, so uh, that's all around all around the state. So, um, yeah, cool. so jump in and have a look, and uh, yeah, if you're keen on uh, playing some uh, playing some uh, yeah some games, and yeah, come along, come and ch- talk to us. Oh, I like it. So, um, well, while while I've got you here, uh, yeah, but- was there any sponsors or any one in just in general that you'd like to like to thank while you've got the air? You know, for your that oh. might have helped you out in your career or something <laughs> well i'll tell you what um if we're if we're being honest i suppose in in 2012 um, i went through some pretty tough times um with with paintball and, and the scene itself and um there was some a lot of good people in the scene that helped me out and um and uh yeah i wasn't in a good space and um and pretty much a lot of the guys that i went to the states with they kind of you know kind of helped me out a fair bit especially pete russell pete russell was just He's just a god among men. He's like the amount of times that he would just have a chat with me, just have a talk about stuff, give me a call over the phone, just asking if everything's all right, that type of stuff. It was just, it just meant so much. And all the guys like, you know, Yowie, Sammy, um, you know, Damo from Perth, all the guys that have been to the States with, I still keep in touch with. We don't see each other that much, and which is given because we're in different states. But um, yeah, after 
the rough trot that we had kind of, you know, we had kind of like a bit of a division happening in, in SA with paintball in about 2012. After that happened, um, yeah, it was kind of a bit hard, but yeah, we kind of uh, kind of came back out of it pretty well. Uh, kept kept Good. playing paintball and yeah, just kept smiling on our face, especially me, because yeah, it was pretty hard for a, a little bit there. So yeah, um, okay. I thought that everything was just going to go downhill. Uh, but uh, no, there's a heap of guys that just helped me out. But uh, yeah, sponsors, not really any sponsors, just all the all, everyone that's kind of stuck by us with Southern Legion Paintball um, since 2007. Like, there's some really great guys um, in Adelaide that even though they don't play with us that much anymore, they still keep in touch. You know, I still class them as, you know, members and good good blokes that we still catch up for, uh, for you know, some beer and some grub now and then. So, yeah. but yeah, just just thanking everyone that's uh, stuck by us and um yeah everyone that's uh uh interstate as well that i've played with all the cef guys all the oz cf guys um everyone that i've played with um all the guys up in townsville as well uh dom uh, and his wife Ange, they're great um yeah just everyone everyone that watches this they know who they are so it's just helped me uh, help me through everything and uh and just keep the sport alive in me that's the main thing so yeah yeah oh sorry to hear that you went through some hard times but i'm yeah glad you you're back in and found the love for the sport and that again it's uh uh, yeah it's it can be uh it can be tough but uh yeah there's always always um yeah i guess it's that paintball family that stick by you and 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 look after you so i'm i'm glad to hear so we'll sort of uh you know sticking with that that sort of note um you know is there someone that you could recommend for me for the show uh yeah, I reckon like seeing, hear their story. Yeah. seeing as I've already rec- uh, said his name a few times, I reckon if you get yeah. Sa- Sammy Sammy Robertson, uh, he's in New South Wales as well, I'm pretty sure. So if you get uh, get him yeah. on uh, on board, I reckon he'd be uh, keen as mustard to share a few stories and um, yeah, talk about his experience because he's had a he's been over there a lot more times than me is to the states as well and done a lot more things in the paintball scene in uh, in Australia as well. So I reckon he'd have uh, yeah some good. Uh, uh, good chats with you and uh, let you know a bit of a different kind of yeah different kind of stories hopefully about uh, what he's what he's done in his in you know, his time I suppose so yeah yeah uh, I know um I don't know much about what he's been doing lately with paintball but I know he works in a uh, like in an IGA so he's, he's been getting swamped when uh, like the toilet paper wars all started and all that so <laughs> I mean yeah, he's, he's doing a lot of updates with that sort of stuff oh, I know he's kind of like the police officer in the supermarket for the, for the toilet paper I think so yeah with on his shit when he's on shift he's kind of like you know three rolls three rolls each three rolls each that type of stuff so no he's he's a good guy he's, he works his ass off um um, and he's a great paintballer, and yeah, I reckon jump get it, get him on. I reckon he'll have a good, yeah, he'll have a good yarns with you. Yeah, no, awesome. Well, thanks, thanks for the recommendation. Well, uh, I'll add him to the ever growing list. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good to see. So, we, we'll have to wrap things up there, Ben. But yeah, I just wanted to say a massive thanks for, uh, you know, taking the time and, and sitting down. It's been good to have a look at, uh, we don't really touch on scenario paintball like massively on the show but it's been good to to hear what's what's happening in your your part of the the country it's it's great thanks yeah you're welcome man thanks thanks for um yeah for um touching base with me and asking me to come on i've haven't really you know had anyone ask me about my kind of time with the paintball scene before so it's good to kind of refresh some of those good memories and um and hopefully got some yeah hopefully got some more good memories happening in the future too with the sport so can't wait to get behind back behind the titmans again that's the main thing so yeah yeah no, that's uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show, but I, I think I'm uh, I'm I'm with you there. I'm I'll be getting a, a mechanical marker soon. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say we didn't really touch base with it much, but uh, Magfed is just now kind of legal in New South Wales now. So yeah. get yourself like a Titman Stormer or or something something like that, man, because Magfed is so much fun to play. So yeah. didn't oh. mention that to you, man. Sorry. <laughs> no, was it like I was at Total War and a guy showed me like I'm horrible with names, but. It was it at the oh what was it mm, oh, I can't like die Max or something no I think it might have been it had a die magazine but it was I think it was an eclipse gun oh um, um, uh, M- MG one hundred yeah that was it yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. it was cool oh, and yep. but he said it was like a ten ten magazine so you had to like take it out and swip. Flipping around and flipping around, there's yep. like yeah, 20, 20 round or thirty round mags coming in or something soon. So yeah, like they, I had a little play around with it. I, I like that, and I have seen a bolt action, um, like a, a new school bolt action gun that like 
one of those look pretty cool as well. So yeah. no, I uh, like all that stuff. But, uh, that would have been a, probably yeah. a SAR, SAR 12, I reckon. Yeah, I think it was probably not legal. Like, I don't know oh, if I okay. can bring it up on the show or not. Nah, but that's a, that's at the time, I don't know, the guy said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, it was the guy, it was like in the car park sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, all good, all good, man. Yeah. yeah. No, no, if awesome. you get a chance, right, get a chance well, to try MagFeed, go for it, man, yeah, just shortly. So, yeah, just quickly. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I'll, uh, I'm keen to try it all. I'm I'm sort of getting the bug for <laughs> slowly for for scenario paintball. I think it's it's great. Um, like I guess I'm slowing down a bit, and that uh, maybe I'm found a home more, more of it in that in that uh, yeah. realm. Yeah. No. no awesome. you'll, all right. You'll enjoy it. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. No. Thanks. Thanks so much for sitting down with us, and I uh, hope you have a good uh, a good night, and might see you out in the field one day. <laughs> oh yeah, well definitely. Once COVID starts calming down and we start getting some games happening again, I reckon I might be able to trek up that way to New South Wales. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. Bring some of the guys up yeah. and uh, hopefully have some games. Maybe Total War or something like that. We might come up that way and play a Total War. So yeah, or if uh, if you guys ever have some big games, uh, the paintball starts taking off down there. We might might be able to send some some guys uh, south. <laughs> nah, sounds good, man. Too easy. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, and I'll I'll see you soon. Thanks again, man. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks, for, yeah, thanks for allowing Bye. me on. Cheers, man. That is a wrap on another episode of Down Under Paintball. Thank you once again for Ben taking the time, sitting down and having a chat. So I think in this episode, something I really learned is just how cool the scenario scene is. You know, these guys that take the game serious, they put in just as much effort as all these tournament players getting out there, setting fields, buying their gear, working on their gear, some of them getting error-appropriate gear. It's so cool. And I think that if you are a paintball snob and you decided that you're only going to play one kind of paintball, I think you're really missing out. I know personally, whenever I go out on the scenario field or just go out in the woods ball field, it's one of those days where I have that real return to my roots moment where I remember just exactly why I stepped on the paintball field in the first place, how fun paintball can be when you take the competition and when you take the seriousness of speedball out. Scenario to me is just one of the funnest things you could do, especially if you're a little bit of a nerd and into that kind of thing as well, like I am. I personally like uh, role-playing games and stuff like that, uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons and things, so I know that getting into a game like this where you can really play the role of a character and doing this, uh, you know, like, as they call it, live action role play, it would be something that really sparks my interest. So if there's ever anything like this going to happen in Sydney, make sure you reach out to me because I would be very keen to play a massive all-night paintball game. Sounds like the coolest thing ever. So I hope that this has inspired some people to get out there and, and check out Scenario Paintball and, you know, hopefully send some people down to South Australia uh, it's important, I think, to share what's happening all around the country and, yeah, really just hope that this has helped someone in some way get out there and shoot more paint. So that is a wrap on another episode of Down Under Paintball and I'll see you next week.